Hey everybody, it's Mark Iskowitz, executive editor at MMM, welcoming you back for another installment of MMM special uh, series of, of podcasts this week recorded live at the Health Conference in Las Vegas. And I'm very pleased to be joined by my guest, Matthew Montalongo, who's global head of business development and healthcare for Orbita, which is the gold standard platform for conversational AI powering voice and chat in healthcare. How That's did I do correct. with that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, it's good to be here. Yeah, thank you for joining us. No really, problem. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's getting a little late in the day. so uh, <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. But, um, you know, voice, tech, and AI, and, and chat are, are really hot and health. Uh, so it's, you know, really great to have you here to uh, you talk, talk to that a bit. And I know Orbit as a company has quite a bit going on mm-hmm. uh, at the conference. Why don't you tell us, you know, about some of your goings on here, so Ab- to speak. Sure, I'd be, be happy to do that. So uh, this is actually uh, turning out to be a really nice show for us. And we have a pretty significant presence here. Uh, on the exhibit floor, we have a couple of different um, exhibits, one in the Voice Pavilion uh, with Boston Children's and then our own booth uh, out in kind of the general show floor area. And the, the traffic has been incredible. It really has. The traffic has been great. A lot of people stopping by. Uh, a lot of the decision makers, a lot of senior level types of people asking great questions. So there's absolutely a significant amount of interest in the industry. Um, I think some of that traffic is probably being driven by our, our speakers. So uh, Orbita has uh, a couple of speakers that have done some presentations here. Uh, Krista Ebong, who is our head of strategy and general manager for healthcare, uh, has had a couple of different uh, panels that she's spoken on. And Nick White, who is actually with Deloitte, who's one of our partners uh, in uh, the virtual bedside assistant, uh, actually did a, a great segment on uh, virtual assistant or virtual bedside assistants and their role in healthcare uh, coming up. Mm-hmm. And then um, we uh, actually are pretty excited because tomorrow we also have some research coming out. Uh, so uh, through uh, voicebot.ai, uh, uh, we've... Uh, uh, invested or sponsored some research that will be uh, talking about consumer sentiment with respect to the use of virtual assistance in healthcare. So we're very excited about some of the findings that are coming out in that and uh, I think it's going to be very consistent with what people or industry leaders are finding uh, for voice and chat as they look at it in the industry. Yeah, nice. And just for those who don't, who may not be aware, um, as I was not, uh, but voicebot.ai is a popular blog mm-hmm. uh, about voice technology, not just in healthcare, but across all verticals, right? That's correct, yes. And it was started a couple of years ago by, by a blogger who was just kind of fascinated by the stat that 30% of search will be driven by voice in the future. And he said, hey, I'm gonna, let, let me do a, a blog on that. That's exactly right. Yeah, he, he, uh, he read that somewhere and, and then uh, you know verified it, I guess, and was fascinated by that uh, concept. And it uh, kind of sparked uh, a whole uh, series of, of, of research and, and stories and segments on it. Mm-hmm. So, And your CEO, uh, Bill Rogers, mm-hmm. who was uh, uh, graced the stage at our Transforming Healthcare Conference about a year and a half ago, was named as a top person in voice by, by the blog. That's right. Was he, he actually not? was. We're very, yeah. very proud of that. Yeah. And uh, Bill, Bill's impressive. very humble. He probably wouldn't speak about it, but uh, we... Uh, we toot his horn as much as we possibly can. <laughs> we can talk yes. about him in the third person. Absolutely. Okay. He's not yeah, here. he's not here. That's yeah, right. right. That's right. His loss. <laughs> um, and so you, you mentioned you got this research coming out tomorrow. Um, can, can you give me some broad strokes about, you know, kind of some of the top level findings there, uh, what, what you found? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, there's uh, some interesting findings. You know, there's uh, 
when you look at the, the individuals or consumers across the United States that have uh, engaged with virtual assistants in some way, um, you know, they've looked at, uh, you know, 75, um, 75 um, million people have, are owning or having access to a smart speaker. Uh, over 150 million uh, have used it in some way, shape, or form. So that's uh, fairly significant in just in terms of overall usage. And uh, uh, some interesting findings are that about uh, over 50% uh, would like to use a, a, a healthcare virtual assistant uh, for a variety of different needs. And we, we find that very consistent with the feedback that we get from vendors, from providers, health systems, uh, pharmaceutical companies, life sciences uh, companies, employers. Uh, when they approach us with a uh, request for specific use cases. Um, so this is a, a report that's uh, validating that consumers are looking for assistance in such uh, areas such as find a doctor, uh, find a location. Uh, mm -hmm. They see that as a, as a great use case, uh, consumers do, mm -hmm. for a virtual assistant. Um, also for, for medication management. So if you've got uh, a condition that requires medication and uh, you would like to be more compliant with it, more, more adherent to your uh, medical management program, then the virtual assistants offer a great way for you to be able to interact with the organization that has provided you the medication to learn about uh, the FAQs of the medication, how to, how to administer it, what are the adverse side effects, what are some contraindications to be able to provide information back to the provider as well as to the uh, pharmaceutical manufacturer and uh, provide them relevant information about the uh, usage of the medication. And then uh, also a big, big area is for senior care. So uh, individuals are looking to be able to connect with their senior loved ones mm -hmm. and they find that the virtual assistant is a great way for seniors to be able to transition from one phase of life into another, perhaps going from their own home into an assisted living center. Uh, it helps to combat with loneliness and it helps mm -hmm. them stay connected with their loved ones through video, through voice, and mm -hmm. um, uh, it really creates a whole different experience for them that as seniors they really haven't been able to get before. Right, so if the data are any indication, usage is, is poised to increase. Uh, I, I would imagine it's somewhat less than one in two. I think the exact stat was like one in 13, right? It have used it. That is one correct. One in two want to use it, right? So, um, and uh, so who, who actually are you partnering with? Are you partnering with like what types of organizations? So that's a great question. So um, we, we partner with a wide variety of firms. So. Uh, you know, organizations that do, say, uh, consulting work such as Deloitte and Cognizant are great partners of ours and uh, work with us in terms of implementation and the, uh, the, uh, the usage around these virtual assistants. Uh, large health systems, uh, senior care uh, centers, assisted living centers, home health organizations, uh, pharmaceutical organizations, clinical research organizations, large employers, uh, large payers. Uh, we have a, a, we're very fortunate, a wide number of, uh, of uh, organizations across the entire healthcare spectrum have approached us uh, or have been very, very responsive to engaging with us in finding ways to incorporate virtual assistance into their organizational workflow. Mm -hmm. Great. And as, as you mentioned, you know, the, the demand is there uh, if healthcare organizations would, would only offer it. And uh, I think uh, one of the stats that uh, I heard associated with the Deloitte assistant um, was that 100% of patients 
said they'd like to use it again, you know, if they were in that same setting. Yes. Uh, so the net promoter scores, you know, could be driven up by something like that. Oh, that's absolutely right. I, I think that we're just scratching the surface when it comes to the virtual bedside assistant in the in the hospital in, in environment. Uh, as a patient, being able to get uh, immediate response, immediate feedback, immediate validation of your request for perhaps it's medication, perhaps because you're in some pain, or perhaps because you just need uh, a glass of water. Mm -hmm. uh, being able to provide patients that level of, of validation and understanding or acceptance of, of their request, and at the same time, working from the operational standpoint to create tasks that are appropriately and immediately uh, uh, sent to the, the appropriate license. So it could be going direct to the nurse, it could be going direct to uh, some, when someone in facilities, perhaps a nursing assistant, and ensuring that the tasks are being routed to the appropriate person and acted upon in a, in a, in a, in a very fast and accurate manner. Mm -hmm. So instead of pressing the nurse call button, yep. they're doing voice activation. Exactly, right. It gives them a form of interaction. And you mm -hmm. press the button and nothing happens. You don't get any feedback. Did anyone hear me? Does anyone know? Uh, did anyone acknowledge the fact that there's a blinking red light on their dashboard? The, uh, the virtual assistant engages with you in a very meaningful conversation to let you know that you've been heard and we're taking care of it. We're routing it and somebody will be with you shortly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a significant improvement over the existing kind of red button call, as you mentioned. Right, it's reassuring in a Absolutely, sense. yes, yes. yes. Great, uh, great feedback and responses from, from patients thus far. And those are, those are all signs of progress and positive signs. What are the remaining barriers uh, to voice technology proliferating further in healthcare? You know, uh, it's a great question. I think that uh, probably two of the key barriers are going to be addressing uh, HIPAA. Um, so uh, ensuring that uh, from a voice and a chat perspective that we've taken uh, the appropriate measures to ensure the privacy and the safety of the, the PHI, the patient data. Uh, I think that's going to be uh, key to uh, ensuring that the uh, voice and chat continues to grow. And, uh, and quite honestly, uh, if you listen to consumers, I think the other issue is going to be making it more available. The, one of the statistics that's going to be coming out from the, uh, the study uh, that will be published tomorrow shows that uh, consumers would love to engage with these virtual assistants if there just were more of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, while they're great for the items such as the find a location, find a doctor, the med management and so forth, they would like to see more of these use cases, more of these applications out there so they can really start to engage with them. So I, I think yeah. that uh, the, the more we make, the more we produce that are meaningful, the more the usage is going to grow up. Sure. It's great. Great. Okay. Uh, I can't let you escape the podcast booth without giving me your takeaways. Uh, what are you going to take home with you, whether it's a hallway conversation or a favorite session uh, or some trend that you noticed here? Uh, I, actually, I'm going to be taking away from this a, a significant amount of excitement. I, I've been in healthcare for about 32 years, wow. and uh, I've really enjoyed watching um, innovation, emerging technologies uh, take hold. When you listen to so many of the executives and, and decision makers that are here that are openly engaging in questions about how can a virtual assistant help our organization, how can it help our patients, how can it help our healthcare consumers and constituents, I, I absolutely get the sense that the industry is poised for the adoptions that we've been talking about for about the past couple of years. I, I think that's it's just ready to take off, and it's mm -hmm. exciting to be a part of that. Yeah, great. Well, we're excited to have had you here. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. I appreciate you having us. Sure, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. I will. You too. Thanks, Matthew. Yes, sir. Take it easy. Thank you. Okay.